Welcome to Gov Innovator. I'm Andy Feldman. Our topic today is the risks and opportunities when mayors, governors, and presidents undertake government reorganization. Our guest is Bob Bain of the Harvard Kennedy School. Here's a clip. The initial assumption that doesn't make any sense is that there's an ideal organization. And if we would only employ that, things would get wonderful fast. Last month, President Trump issued an executive order calling for agencies to analyze their structures and programs in preparation for a major reorganization. The administration's focus on reorganization raises the question of when reorganization is useful and when pitfalls need to be avoided. To get insights, we're joined by Bob Bain. He's a lecturer at the Harvard Kennedy School and the faculty chair of its executive program called Driving Government Performance. Bob, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Andy. In your view, Bob, why do so many elected leaders, whether mayors, governors, presidents, like to try to reorganize government? When you run for public office, particularly when you run for public office as a chief executive, mayor, governor, president, um, you promise to do things. You claim that if you're elected, you will accomplish a lot of stuff and it won't take you forever to do it. Unfortunately, a lot of things that you want to accomplish are going to take some time. So you want to show some initiative. You want to show that you're doing things. And one way to do that is to reorganize things. It seems like a sort of harmless undertaking, but it is a way of showing you're doing something. You've taken a clear stance, Bob, that most reorganization efforts end up wasting time and talent within government. We should note that you're not commenting specifically on the Trump administration's efforts here because they're still ongoing. But more generally, tell us about the main problems and the wrong assumptions of most reorganization efforts. The initial assumption that doesn't make any sense is that there's an ideal organization. And if we would only employ that, things would get wonderful fast. But there's no ideal organization. It depends, first of all, on what you're trying to accomplish, and then it depends on what your talents are and what things you have to do first. It's not obvious that there's any ideal organization. And to the extent that you reorganize people, they aren't working. They are trying to figure out where their new office is. They're trying to figure out who they're reporting to. They're trying to build collegial relationships. And that means they aren't actually trying to accomplish what you're set out to accomplish. So presumably, you're reorganizing to accomplish something. And if you aren't reorganizing to accomplish something, it really is a big waste. My frequent comment is always start with purpose. What is the purpose we're trying to achieve? Once you've figured that out, you can begin to establish what the next step is and get it done and then figure out what the next step is and move along. But if you're reorganizing, people aren't spending time focusing on the first step. They got to figure all sorts of other things out. You've noted that a chief executive at any level of government who is seeking more efficiency and effectiveness and accountability needs to first check what's getting in the way of their staff's effectiveness. In other words, don't assume that the problem is structural. They need to check, for example, is there a mismatch between the agency's public purpose and its legal authority, or does the agency lack the necessary operational competence or motivational leadership 
or financial or other resources. Could be other factors as well. If none of those issues seem to be apparent, then maybe a reorganization is useful, you've noted. Tell us more about when a reorganization might be helpful. Well, I'm going to really reiterate my always start with purpose. If there's a purpose that it's really hard to achieve, given the current structure, and if this is your core purpose, then maybe building an organization around that makes sense. Obviously, if you're going to send humans to Mars, you need a team of people who are going to focus on the various steps that need to be done. Now, the question is, do you draw people from various places around the government and from the private sector and academia, or do you let them be there doing their part, understanding their role? I don't think there's anything magic about reorganizing them. I think you have to start with, okay, here's uh, what we got to do next. A final question for you, Bob. You've emphasized in this interview, always start with purpose, then think about what's the first thing you need to do towards that purpose, what's the second, what's the third. What's your advice about where to start that process? What is the first thing that you should focus on? Obviously, it'll depend on what purpose you're trying to achieve, but do you have any general advice? You don't know, but you do want to accomplish something relatively quickly. You want to demonstrate to the world, and even more importantly, to your, your um, subordinates, everybody up and down the line, that we can actually get things done, and we can get them done relatively quickly. So pick a small win, something that you accomplish that everybody recognizes as a win, and that can be done quickly. That establishes the idea that we can actually get things done, and Rather than reorganize, which doesn't get a damn thing done, you actually make some substantive progress on a problem that everybody has recognized, a problem that everybody thinks would be great if we could solve it, if we could achieve this purpose, get it done, and then move to the next step. And at the next step, you've already learned something important. You've learned who can actually do real work and who can't, And so you can give the important tasks to the people who can get real work done. For our listeners who want to hear more insights from Bob, I will post on the podcast website a link to his public leadership report that comes out every month. It's one page, it's concise, useful, and it's free. I say that unsolicited. It's one of the most useful things that I read each month. Bob, thank you for sharing your insights with us on reorganization and on focusing on purpose and on starting with small wins. You're welcome, Andy.